Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and what a week we are having. So I am recording this on Wednesday, and as many of you know, we heard the news about the leaked paper from the Supreme Court about Roe v. Wade. It is interesting. This is coming up in eclipse season. This is coming up right after Venus went into Aries. Venus does not like being in Aries. She's kind of uncomfortable there. She wants to have a fight. (laughs) She wants to be aggressive and impulsive. And we are definitely aching for a fight right now, at least the women in this country that I know. So it is a week that is coming in hot. We've got a lot of stuff happening. And on one hand, it's a really nice week in the sense that all of the aspects that we have are sextiles and conjunctions which means that the planets are working together to help you create action and make things happen. Now, generally in eclipse season, which we are still in, we sit back and we open our palms and we allow ourselves to receive whatever shows up. We let the eclipses do their thing and see where they take us, kind of like when you're in the ocean and you just let the waves move you without really struggling or pushing or swimming. You just allow the waves to move you right to left, in and out. That's kind of what eclipse season generally is like. But this particular week has such an active feeling to it. There's so much action that is being asked to be taken this week that we have to respond to it. So we had the new moon solar eclipse in Taurus last weekend. And it was actually a really spectacular chart. And I know eclipses traditionally were considered malefic, but this eclipse definitely brought some stuff up and created some fresh starts and some new beginnings for people. Now you have to remember, eclipses are an obscuring of the light. So a solar eclipse is when the moon obscures the light of the sun. And this was a partial new moon solar eclipse that occurred predominantly in the southernmost part of South America. So we in the northern hemisphere didn't get to see it, but we still felt it. And when the light is obscured, you get to see what's been hiding in the shadows. So someone released this paper because it was hiding in the shadows and they wanted us to see it for whatever reason, whoever it was, whatever their reasoning was, we've seen it. And now we have the opportunity to do something about it, to take action. And so while it is really upsetting and you might be feeling really helpless right now, I trust that the eclipses always put in my path what I need to see so that I can choose accordingly. And I had that experience in my own life last week. This particular eclipse is right on my natal Venus in Taurus. And I realized that 
I'm working with a doctor. She doesn't really get me. I'm going to have to work with a different doctor. I'm going to have to change doctors. I'm going to have to find someone who understands me. I'm going to have to pivot on my plan. And nothing is wrong, by the way. I'm totally fine. But people show you who they are. Things happen during eclipse seasons that make you say, you know what? This isn't the person for me. This isn't the relationship for me. This isn't the job for me. It's time for me to go. It's time for me to do something different. I have to make a change. So sometimes it's hard because again, we're always like, oh, sit back and receive and just see what happens during eclipses. But this is the thing. When something happens during an eclipse, it forces you to take action. So it is okay to take action when you are responding to the forcing functions that are occurring during the eclipse season. So do not stress about taking action this week. Please take advantage of these transits. They are incredibly fertile and potent and waiting for you to grab a hold of them. So Venus moved into Aries on Monday, the 2nd of May, which means that she's feeling hot and she's got stuff to say and she's going to have us all in our passions. So be aware that everyone is running hot this week. Everyone's temperature is through the roof. Everyone is feeling passionate about whatever it is. Now, on Tuesday, the 3rd of May, we have Jupiter sextiling Pluto, which is incredibly strategic. So I'm recording this on Wednesday. So what happened was yesterday, after the news came out Monday night on the East Coast, everybody was strategizing on Tuesday. That was the perfect use of that Jupiter sextile Pluto. So you're putting your strategy together. You're putting your plan together. How are you going to use the resources that you have most effectively? That is Jupiter sextile Pluto. Now, Wednesday and Thursday are super interesting because we have Mars sextiling Uranus and then the sun conjoining Uranus on Thursday. Uranus is the equal opportunity shitster. Sometimes I like to call him the real housewife of the Zodiac because he moves the story forward. Because even if you love him or hate him, he is the one that shakes things up. And those are always the best real housewives. And Uranus transits can be really unsettling for people that don't like change and for people that like things to stay the same. If you are a person that is excited by change, then Uranus transits are something that you might like. But either way, Uranus shares the rulership of the central nervous system with Mercury. So whenever we're working with Mercury and Uranus, we might be feeling a little jumpy. And Mercury is in Gemini right now, which can make our brains feel a little bit scattered and all over the place. You might be noticing that since Mercury went into Gemini late last week, you might feel a little bit like it's harder to focus. Like you want to read four different books and you want to work on three different things. And maybe you're having a conversation and you're jumping all over the place and there's tons of tangents. That is typical with Mercury and Gemini. But because we're feeling a little bit in the clouds mentally with Mercury and Gemini, which is the ruler of Gemini. It's how we're supposed to feel. You know, it's sometimes the best ideas come when we're doing a million things and we're scattered all over the place, but it's not the most grounded feeling. And for someone who might have a lot of earth in their chart or a lot of water in their chart, this week might feel a little bit unsettling. And 
I want to acknowledge that and I want to let you know that it's really important for you to call in the reinforcements. So if that means having a therapy session on the books or making sure that you have a lot of space in your schedule or making sure that you've got a yoga class in your schedule or come to the online yoga club. I'm also going to be doing something that I'm super excited about for the next three weeks because we're in eclipse season and I know there's so much going on and people are feeling extremely helpless and hopeless and unsettled. I decided that for the next three Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to do a guided meditation and journaling session along with just an open chat. You can ask whatever questions you have about astrology or yoga or spiritual life. It's called Moon Meditation and Cosmic Conversation, and it's going to be the next three Mondays. So it's starting next week on Monday, May 9th. 5 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're on my email list to get the link to sign up. It's totally free. It's my gift to you this eclipse season. I want to make sure that you're feeling grounded and centered and connected to your own inner knowing, your intuition. And I'm excited to do it. It'll be good for me. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for all of us to just connect during this very emotional time. Because eclipse season is always emotional, regardless of what's going on politically, regardless of what's going on with the other planets. Eclipse season always brings up the emotions because it's always bringing up whatever's been in the shadows. And we often put our feelings about things in the shadows. Check out the show notes below for the link to the moon meditation and cosmic conversation. And if you are on my email list, you will definitely get an email about it. If you're not on the email list, this is the perfect time to get on there. So you can go to astrocheatsheet.com and sign up to get the Astro Cheat Sheet, and then you'll be in the queue for all my emails. And the Astro Cheat Sheet will help you follow along with the podcast. So there you go. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. Wednesday, we have Mars sextile Uranus. And then on Thursday, we have the sun conjoined Uranus. Uranus is the equal opportunity shitster, the real housewife of the Zodiac. As I said, you might be aching to break free of something. Now you want to remember that last year was defined by Saturn square Uranus. So all last year, we were feeling super restless. We were feeling like God, I got to make a change. I got to do something different, but I feel held back. Now you're no longer held back. Saturn has moved along. He's not in his square to Uranus right now. He will come back to pretty close to that square, but not quite in the fall. So we'll have that restless tension again. I know not looking forward to it either, but right now Saturn is not interfering. 
And that means that you have the opportunity to make that change that you wanted to make all last year. The thing that you were dying to do, the thing that you felt held back from doing, but you were restless to get to it. You have the opportunity to do it now. I also want to mention that the Jupiter sextile Pluto is interesting this week because that is the only conversation that those two planets will have this year. And it's a continuation of a conversation that began in 2020. So for me personally, we had Jupiter-Pluto conjoined three times in 2020. And that was a big story for a lot of us. And there were a lot of things that were going on in my life that are starting to really percolate now and starting to really shift now. One of the changes that we began when Jupiter conjoined Pluto was that we decided we wanted to move. And along the way, with those three conjunctions of those two planets, which was very rare in the late degrees of Capricorn, we decided that we wanted to move out of the city and we decided to build a home. And now we're almost ready to move into our house. Our house has walls and cabinets and tile going in. So we're so excited. This is that opening sextile of that conjunction of Jupiter Pluto. And so for us, from my husband and I, we weren't even married yet then. So this is really like the beginning of that opening up into that new life that we started together, that we created, that we were planning back when Jupiter and Pluto were together all through 2020. So you have a story too about Jupiter and Pluto and Capricorn, and that's just starting to open up again. So I know while it feels like things are really tense and eclipse season generally makes us feel like everything is urgent and everything is coming to an end and everything must be done immediately. Trust that there is divine timing. Trust the process. Because back in 2020, when we were experiencing those Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions, I felt like life was pretty dark. We were in the lockdown. Things were very scary. We did not have all the information and the vaccines and the knowledge and the masks and everything that we have now to combat COVID. Now, when someone gets COVID... Generally, as long as they're vaccinated and boosted, we're not even really worried about them. So think about how far we've come since the spring of 2020 and know that in this moment, things might feel helpless and hopeless and like an emergency. You are finding out what you need to know so that you can move forward and so that you can take action so that you can dictate your fate and you can have an impact on what the future looks like. So on Thursday, Cinco de Mayo, the sun is going to conjoin Uranus. And that's like the, the match being lit. There is a sense of inspiration, of breaking through to the other side. So on Wednesday and Thursday, there's going to be a lot of motivation to take action and to make something happen and to break through whatever has been blocking you again. You are seeing the evolution of the seeds you planted in 2020, and you are seeing the breakthrough of whatever felt like it was holding you back in 2021. It's a really exciting week. And then on Friday, we have this beautiful little sextile between Mercury and Venus, which is going to be a lovely opportunity to connect with your friends 
maybe to connect with people that have similar passions to you, especially because Venus is in Aries and Mercury is in Gemini. Mercury loves to talk. So whatever is going on, whatever you're feeling fired up about, it's going to come out on Friday. So make sure that you are with like-minded people. On Saturday, the sun sextiles Mars. It's more impetus for action. It's more of a desire to make something happen. Mars rules our muscles. So it's action and reaction. With everything going on this week, people's tempers are going to be high. So really be careful that you de-escalate. Don't let yourself be triggered by someone who's trolling you. Don't go on Twitter. Don't go in places or be with people that you know trigger you. Everything is going to be real hot this week. So this is an opportunity to take that passion and do something really good with it. Don't waste it where it's not needed or won't be productive for you. And then Sunday, we'll finally kind of chill out. We won't have an exact planetary transit. We'll just have the moon um, squaring the sun and Uranus. So the moon squaring Uranus and the sun, that can be a little bit tense. And again, we're still feeling all of this stuff throughout the week. Please know that even though I tell you a transit like the sun sextile Mars on Saturday is happening on Saturday, it doesn't mean that you're not feeling it a few days before and a few days after. Some of these are more short-lived, but mostly I do feel that this whole week has an energy of high tension, high passion, lots of action, lots of restlessness. So it's going to be hard to parse out what transit is what and what's impacting you. Just know that you're going to be feeling all of it the whole week. And we are still in the portal of eclipse season. So everything feels heightened. Everything feels amped up. So be really good to yourself this week and make sure that you remember what's important and you resist fighting for the sake of fighting because there's a real fight that has to happen right now. And there's real action that needs to be taken. So don't waste your energy on something futile use all of this energy that we have at our disposal this week to do something that's important that's going to have a long-lasting impact and in the process make sure you take care of your central nervous system that means laying on the ground taking a bath taking a walk being in nature doing some breathing exercises doing your meditation practice and of course Coming on Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern to my brand new free offering, Moon Meditation and Cosmic Conversation. That is a working title, but I hope you like it. And I hope it encapsulates what we're going to be doing, which is chilling out our nervous system, putting our thoughts on a piece of paper, and then having a little chat, talking a little astrology, maybe a little yoga, and it'll be fun. So I hope that you join me. Please know that there won't be any physical yoga asana. So this is for everyone, no matter who you are. And you can sign up using the link in the show notes below, or just make sure you're on my email list. And if you're not on my email list, go to astrocheatsheet.com and sign up. You will also get that Astro Cheat Sheet, which will help you follow along with this podcast, as well as my new moon and my full moon ritual that you can use 
always, anytime, any new moon or full moon. So that's what I got for you today. I hope that you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself and step away from social media, step away from the news. Make sure you give yourself lots of breaks, okay? Especially with that Mercury and Gemini, it can like rev, rev, rev. So you want to make sure that you pull yourself away from the ongoing news cycle and all the stuff that surrounds it. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.